Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, like I said, we need to get to take your pick and uh, look at some of these storylines across the sports world and put our little spin on them. So let's do it right now. It's time to play Take Your Pick. All right. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning, Jinx. Welcome to Take Your Pick. We'll get right into it. Lots of you just talking about it. The NBA kind of taking over the offseason headlines. Phoenix Suns made the first big move over the weekend as they traded for Bradley Beal. Now, there's certainly more moves to follow. The NFL draft is coming up on Thursday, so teams and players will certainly change. But as it stands today, if you take out the defending champion in the Nuggets – which of these contenders are you trusting the most going into next year? Jinx, I'll start with you. Take your pick. Celtics plus 550, the Bucks at plus 600, or those Suns at plus 650. Take your pick. Oh, I am definitely going with the Milwaukee Bucks at 6-1. to one. I do not trust the Celtics at all. I don't know what to think about Joe Missoula, but the little – Sample size that I've seen has not been inspiring. And the Celtics have to prove to me they can get over the hump. Milwaukee, I understand, disappointed by losing to the Heat. But I think now that we sort of have had time to look back at what the Heat have done, that loss doesn't seem nearly as bad in retrospect. I think clearly now the Miami Heat were playing at a level where, okay, let's get – I don't want to say give the Bucks a pass, but it's not like they got beat by the team – that barely made the NBA playoffs. This was a different squad. The Bucs have been there before. I think they have the best team. The Celtics, for for whatever reason, tend to fold or, or soften in the playoffs. And the Suns don't have any depth. Who's going to play besides these studs? Once, once they get into the meat of the playoffs, just like we saw this season, they totally ran out of gas, particularly against someone like the Nuggets. Give me Milwaukee. It has to be the Bucs, 100%, because look at that series between them and the Heat. Giannis didn't even play every game. He wasn't 100% healthy. And then in the final game, where he seemed like he was finally coming around, he put up 38 points and 20 rebounds. So when you don't have your MVP of the squad for the entire series, that's a big deal. So I would love to say that this is a buy-low spot for a very good Bucks team, but it's not. The price indicates that people are saying that this is still a very good squad at six to one. So I'll take the bucks here. Like you said, I don't think the Suns have enough depth. And I thought it was very funny that Chris Paul found about, found out about this trade when he was on a plane and then he had to do the today show. 
the day after where he looked very uncomfortable when trying to talk about his new team. It was very funny. Yeah, that was tough. He said, I think he said his son texted him and told him. Oh, and then yeah, there was a funny. whole story about how he thinks Isaiah Thomas had something to do with it. It's really wild how this whole thing went down. And I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. what, being, being here in D.C., Jinx, you know this because you're here as well. Washington Wizard fans are not happy because the rumor has now come out that the Miami Heat were offering like multiple first round picks for Beal. And instead they send him off to Phoenix and get like a couple of second rounds and a dozen donuts or something. It's bad. It is bad. All right. Take your pick. Number two training camps. We turn to the NFL. They're still over about a month away and there's still free agents out there. You think of D Hopkins still out there. But there shouldn't be too many more significant changes to the top teams. So putting aside, like we did with the NBA and uh, and the Nuggets, we'll put aside the defending champion Chiefs for right now. Which in the next group of the contenders in the NFL are you most confident in? Chelsea, we go to you. The Eagles at plus 700, the Bills at plus 800, or the Bengals at plus 900? Going with the obvious choice to me, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. It feels like Jalen Hurts gets better every single year. It feels like he is on the better overall team. A great defense. They just drafted really well in the NFL draft. And I trust their leadership more in their front office to make the correct moves because every offseason, it feels like they hit the jackpot. Like last season, they got A.J. Brown from my Titans. It feels like even if they are not, you know – completely dominant during the regular season they're willing to make the trades and uh you know make the right trades to get themselves back to the pantheon of nfl teams uh, that are tops in the league so i'll go with the eagles here even though the Bengals are enticing as well the bills i'm gonna be off them because it feels like there's some drama going on with stefan diggs so let's go eagles here yeah, I'm going to go Eagles, too. I know it seems obvious, but when you look, I, I think it's not that I don't love the Bengals and the value. It's just that the AFC is just so hyper-competitive. There's just so mm-hmm. many, so many good teams that you can make it. And, and if you're talking about the playoffs, you're talking about one game, obviously anything can happen. But that gauntlet is so very difficult compared to the NFC. I think right now you can get the Eagles at even money just to win the division, which I understand the whole – Teams don't win back-to-back years in the NFC East. I know that stat, but they are clearly – they are far and away the best team. And when you think about what they have to go through compared to the Bills, the Bengals, you've got to go with Philly. Yeah, I'd love to. I would absolutely love to take Joe Burrow and Cincinnati because I think at 9-1 to one, it's a great spot for them. But as you pointed out, Jinx, they got to go through the Chiefs. They might have to go through the Bills. They might have to go through a resurgent Ravens team. I mean, there's so many good teams in the AFC where who's going to really challenge the Eagles? I mean, mm-hmm. you guys are debating the Lions are the favorite to win their division, and we don't even know that we think the Lions will win more than eight or nine games, and we're expecting them to be some sort of you know a pathway or, or, or blocking the Eagles to get back to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, unfortunately, as much as I'd like to be on the Bengals, I think it has to be the Eagles here. All right, finally, take your pick number three. We'll move to Major League Baseball here. The Braves failed to make the World Series last season, but they currently hold the best record in the National League, and they are the overall favorites over at BetMGM to win the world title this year. So we'll take them out of the equation. 
Which of the next favorites would you would you be tossing your money to? Jinx, you've got Tampa Bay leading the AL East. They're at plus 500. You've got the Dodgers, who are currently third in the NL West, at plus 500 as well. And you've got the Astros, who are not leading the NL West. That would be the Rangers, but the Astros there at mm-hmm. plus 800. Where's your money going? Well, I don't trust the Dodgers. It's amazing to me that... Look, they, everyone knows about their lineup. Everyone knows how how just powerful they are if you just look at the talent on that roster. But this is a team that should have more than one World Series championship. Every year they seem to find a way to give it away for whatever reason. So I'm staying away from the Dodgers. I don't know. Should I go with the Rays? You know, I, I feel like the Rays are a team that even now we don't really believe what they're doing because they don't have the star power. And we think, all right, it's the Rays, it's the Rays. But the Rays are legit, and they have the pitching, they have the hitting. There's a reason why they're off to this good start. There's a reason why they haven't faded. I know it's the favorite here. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. It has to be Tampa Bay out of these, because looking at the other two candidates, the Astros and the Dodgers, there's not even a guarantee that they're going to win their division. Right now, the Astros are multiple games back out of the AL West. The Dodgers are multiple games out of the NL West. So the pathway is going to be a lot harder for both of those teams, even if they have to go the route of the wild card. And especially when you go into those one-game playoffs at the end of the season, those are difficult to win because really anything can happen in a one-game series. So I'll go with the race here. I don't think it's a fluke. They've been really good over the past several seasons. You've got to remember they went to the World Series not that long ago. Don't you remember like the Brett Phillips and Randy Arena World Series where they didn't win, but certainly made a name for themselves? So I think the Rays are here to stay. So it has to be the Rays for me. It's interesting because you look at the odds and we've got them up if you're on Twitch, you can see them. And, and even beyond Tampa, the Dodgers and Astros, the next team there is the Yankees at plus 1,300. They're not close to the top of their division either. It's pretty incredible that some of the teams leading their division are way down on the World Series odds. But, yeah, I mean, out of these teams, I think the Dodgers have the most star power, but for whatever reason, they can't seem to get things done. Of course, they've got a bunch of guys on the DL from that uh, from that starting rotation. And Dustin May's out. Obviously, Walker Bueller's out. So they're missing two of their top guns there. So, yeah, I guess it kind of by default has to be the Rays. But quite frankly, I don't trust any three of these teams. I don't really either, even though I think I might take the Rays to win the American League. I don't love the price here because I think there are other good contenders. It's wild to me how there are two divisions in baseball that seem like they're the cream of the crop. The AL East, where the Tampa Bay Rays reside, where you have the Mm -hmm. Orioles, the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and even the Red Sox sitting in last place have a winning record. And then looking at the NL West, the Diamondbacks, 44 and 29, the Giants, 40 and 32, and the Dodgers sitting in third place. And oh, by the way, the Padres are in that division too. Did we see the Padres being in fourth place in the NL West? I didn't. Oh, absolutely not. Isn't this what they do each and every single year? Like, I'm just blown away that the Padres still haven't made a move. Still. I, haven't we been wait? I feel like the Padres are the Cleveland Browns of Major League Baseball in that they have a ton of potential. And each year we hear, this is their year. This is their year. This is their year. And it just hasn't been their year yet. And they're massively talented. 
especially because they've been spending the money. It would be mm-hmm. one thing if they were like the Oakland A's and didn't open the checkbook, but man, have they gotten some big time players and it just hasn't paid off for them. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.